This is the Hiking Through Life podcast. We've all been gifted a journey called life. Let's see where the journey leads us today. Are you looking for some wool for your little ones on your next adventure? Try Ella's Wool. We've been using Ella's Wool since Rory was two months old, and I can say that he's always snug and cozy when he's in his Ella's Wool on our outside adventures. The moisture wicking material is sure to keep your little one comfortable on their next adventure. Whether it's around the block or trekking to the top of a mountain, Ella's Wool will have your little ones covered. Use code HIKINGTHROUGHLIFE2020 to save 10% off your order. Go to ellaswool.com and use the code HIKINGTHROUGHLIFE2020 to save 10% off your next order. Welcome to the Hiking Through Life podcast, where we talk with people who in some way, shape, or form have been influenced by the outdoors. I'm Andy, the producer of this podcast, and my lovely wife, Sarah, will be your host. Together, we make up Hiking Through Life. This podcast is all about bringing all kinds of people who are inspired by the outdoors and sharing their stories. We hope that by sharing people's stories, it inspires others to get out and live a more meaningful life. Tune in every week for new episodes, or better yet, subscribe to the Hiking Through Life podcast on your favorite podcast provider. If you enjoy this podcast, please share it with others. Also, if you have a story to share, or know of anyone who might be interested in being a guest on this podcast, head on over to hikingthroughlife.net slash podcast and get in touch with us. Now sit back and enjoy this week's episode. So we came to the realization that we haven't gotten a podcast out in over a month. And if anybody's been like following our journey, you know it's because we've been busy trialing our van life out this summer. So here we are giving you a life update on the van living so far. We've been doing it for about two weeks now. But before we dive into that, happy Father's Day, everybody. This is a Father's Day special. Yeah, even though it's not being released on Father's Day, it is Father's Day when we are recording this right now. We just finished pizza in the back of a van So I got to spend that with my son, Rory, who is now eight months, going on nine months very soon, and my lovely wife, Sarah, and we were just chilling. And Daisy. Oh, yeah. And Daisy. She ate her dog food right before we ate our pizza, so... She didn't get any pizza. Sad. (laughs) Yeah, no, but we did go and hike the Apostle Islands National Lakeshore, and we did the lakeshore... Um, trail, which is the trail that goes along the lakeshore. So you don't have to go to any of the islands, which was perfect for us since we were kind of just doing it as a hike on our way back to Minnesota from um, the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. So we we're going to stop quick and do it, but it decided to rain. It was so not quick at all. It was not quick, and it probably wouldn't have been quick anyways because it was like a what, like, uh, I think one way it would have been just over two miles. Well, it was 0.75 miles just on the boardwalk. Yeah, and then it was, like, another, ooh, I don't know, maybe, maybe a about mile or two. Mile a mile and a half or so Yeah. to get to all the sea caves that you could oversee. And um, you could kind of see the cliffs and all that stuff 
the trail goes like right along those cliffs. It's awesome. And if it was, guys... yeah, so awesome. Like I kept saying that I couldn't believe we had never been there. It's only like a three hour drive from the cities and it's beautiful. And like, it's so like we go on three hour drives up to like Duluth and Grand Marais. And like, why have we never been there? I don't know. Yeah, the Apostle Islands are cool, and we saw some people kayaking, and although it was raining, like, it was a beautiful, calm day on the lake, so they got a good tour, so you can see kayak and do that with a guide, or we also saw... The cruise! The cruise, yeah, it's like a boat that takes you on a tour, and we saw those people going by, so, like, if you're not up for the paddling of the kayak, you can at least go on that cruise, and... Um, do that. Or you can camp on the islands if you want. Yeah, and I just gotta say, like, the rain added this whole extra layer to it. I always like hiking in the rain because it brings, like, this kind of eerie and mystical feeling to it. And it just reminds me of backpacking and challenging terrain that I was kind of craving. Yeah, we were actually talking about that on the drive to it, is, like, how we kind of we yeah we miss backpacking and we've kind of like taken kind of this other kind of I don't know detour path with this van this year so we decided you know we've put all this work into the van and we're kind of making it our home so instead of doing some backpacking trips while in the van, which we can do, but, like, we just decided let's just kind of live out of the van. Yeah, it's like Andy spent all this time converting the van. Why would we leave the van to go backpack? Yeah, so we could do, like, a three-night backpacking trip with Rory, but, you know, like we said, it's why not just use the van? Right. And it's, it's so luxurious. It's comfortable. It's luxurious. And that's what I miss about backpacking. Like backpacks, backpacking is not a luxury. And now we're in this van with so many luxuries. Like we have a stove and we have a spatula and we have like a can opener. And, and well, we have space too. And like water. what we were doing tonight, it's been raining all day. <laughs> And we ended up saying, you know what, we're not going to cook because our kitchen on the van is outside. So we decided to order pizza. Well, that was also for Father's Day. Well, yeah, but I, <laughs> we probably would have gotten food either way. So, yeah, we decided, like, let's do pizza. We sat in the back of the van on the bed and just ate pizza. And Rory's playing around. He's crawling on his crib. All of that stuff before I put it into place where he actually sleeps. So it's kind of just, it sits on the bed when we um, travel while we're driving. So now he's kind of learned how to pull himself (laughs) up on the railing. And so he climbs it. So he gets his exercise that way. Yeah. And originally when we posted this crib photo, like showing that Andy built the crib, there was some people that were like, Rory's going to be able to pull himself out of that crib instantly. And they're basically right. (laughs) Yeah. He hasn't actually pulled himself out of it during the night, but like he's pulled himself up where he was standing when we woke up. Um, But it was like towards the seat. So like we have this 
little pop-up tent. It's like a sunshade type tent with a mesh bug screen that goes around it. So we put him in there in the crib. And we do have it like unzipped on one side that's facing his chair because the crib does um, set right on top of the chair that he sits in when we drive. So... He was facing the chair, but yeah, I might have to modify the crib now that he continually pulls himself up when we're just like sitting here and he's playing on the on the bed in the back that we sleep on. Yeah, and him playing on the bed in the back is really the only safe zone that he can play in the van or even anywhere because outside isn't necessarily a safe zone for him either because he wants to eat everything. Yeah, so we have to keep an eye on him, and that was one of our kind of, like, adjustments for the first week of living in the van, too, was getting used to just always having to, like, have an eye on him and adjusting to, like, how tiring that can be throughout the day. And, you know, we were used to having him at home and, like, doing that, but, like, he had more space to roam. There was safe crawl zones at home. Right, like, we could just have him in the living room on the floor, and we knew he wasn't going to, like, eat a bunch of stuff because there wasn't anything on the ground for him to... Yeah, there wasn't pebbles, there wasn't rocks, there wasn't sticks. Yeah. It's been, like, a little bit of an adjustment, um, and we have have another video coming out. If you um, aren't subscribed to our YouTube channel, go check it out. Go check out Hiking Through Life on YouTube. We have a video coming out about our first week, and, like, some of the events and stuff that transpired during that week. And so we're excited to get that one out. It's It's got some comical moments and then also some just some good learning lessons that we highlight. Yeah, like, like anything, there's going to be highs and lows w- with whatever you're doing in life that's new. And it's very clear that this journey for us has been... A learning curve and each day has gotten better like I feel like van life is like slowly becoming second nature to us kind of like backpacking became to us after a few times of going out you live and you learn and you adjust and maybe I shouldn't say it's second nature I think we still have a lot to learn about this but it's gotten a lot better yeah and a lot of it's more just adjusting to like the space you have yeah we are in a van with Two adults and a dog and a baby. So, and just like learning how to utilize all of the space, I think is what we have a lot to learn about still. Like we, we put things places and then we forget where they are. Or we put things places and question why we put it there because it's so hard to get to and we actually need it. So that's been like kind of some of the adjustment from the first week too that we um kind of highlighted is where we had organized things and what like we will be kind of changing around so during the second week we've definitely changed things around and we've added some storage so um we have like a big tub like this big like kind of rubbermaid type bin that sits on the back on this like cargo carrier that attaches to the uh, trailer hitch so 
we have some extra storage, so we got a lot of our floor space back because things like Rory's pack and play, our camp chairs, um, Sarah's yoga mat, there's just yeah. taking up a lot of space. And now getting that out, we have some more room to move. So like when we do convert from driving mode is what we call it to our sleep, sleep mode, mode, we uh, it's a very kind of simple like. There's only a few things to move around, like it's his crib. It's basically his crib, right? And, and then, like, it's some of the stuff that is, like, in the crib, like my day pack or whatever, and, like, his car seat. I suppose, yeah. Andy basically does the the converting. I'm usually feeding Rory at our campsite, wherever that may be. <laughs> we kind of have rules at camp. <laughs> yeah. Sarah does a lot of, like, the... Um, tasks with Rory, which is awesome, and it's it's definitely a handful in itself. And then I've kind of tended to do the conversion once we get to camp, and then you know some of the cooking and all most that stuff. Most of the cooking, he does most of the cooking. I cooked today because it was Father's Day. There's a few other times I made dinner, and sometimes I need a little bit of a break from Rory, so I'll give Rory to him. Yeah, and it's it's fun to hang out with him and have a break from the the camp chores so yeah it's it's we found our kind of like i guess roles within the van too and it's like that's been like a little bit of an adjustment um it's like less stressful just because like oh if you know we get to a campsite and you kind of take Rory, give him a bottle or some food, and then I, like, start prepping, like, the van. It's, it's goes smooth. You really, yeah, like, it's hard to do things without one person watching him all the time. And we, we have taken the pack and play out a few times, but that's the struggle, too. It's like, we don't always want to pull the pack and play out because we don't always want to take time to set camp up if we're going to leave immediately the next day. And that's the struggle we've been having. Like, I have found that just staying in one spot for a couple of days is a better option for us with a baby versus when we road tripped a couple of years ago, we could go day to day to day with new campsites. But it's a lot more tiring with the baby and all the things. Yeah, and it's something that we're going to definitely consider in the next month when we start heading out to Utah is just, okay, where do we want to set up camp for a few days? And, like, there are places we want to see, but we, we had discussed also just, you know, there's other times to be able to see things, too. And just, like, with Rory at his age and kind of the more limited miles we can put into each day driving, um, it's probably going to just be better for us to just set up at a campsite, maybe for like three days, maybe for a week, and just like enjoy the surroundings there. It's way better to do that because Rory needs a break too. Like it's not fair to him that we just drive for like eight hours straight. He gets cranky and he needs a break and that's like a big adjustment. Yeah, you have to realize that when you have children, other people to think about besides yourselves, then you need to meet their needs and things are going to look a lot different. 
And like, yeah, I've talked about that with so many people on this podcast and actually seeing it happen is a whole other story. But that's like anything in life. When you experience it for yourself, it makes a lot more sense. Yeah, definitely. And it's not that we had either planned to, like, travel in a day for eight hours. I mean, there there could be some of those days where we would want to do that. But, like, we're, we're figuring it out. And, like, as we were planning the summer, too, I was thinking, like, oh, we could do, like, three hours take a good break, do another three hours. So maybe like six hours max a day, which could be possible. But like in our experience now, it's, I don't, I don't know how possible that would be for Right now it's like two hours. He does good for two hours, it seems. Right. Like two hours for sure. Three hours, four hours might be a little push in it. I don't know. know. Yeah. There was on the dirt road a few days ago, he was cranky and I just had to, go in the back seat with Rory and entertain him the whole time Andy was driving down this dirt road. <laughs> yeah. And even to Grand Marais, like the first yeah. week, like he started getting cranky after three hours. So, but those days, I mean, like we had mentioned before, it's hard for him to get out of the van and just like crawl around because there's all these things he puts in his mouth, which some, you know, are harmless, but then some you just don't want him to put in his mouth like rocks and sticks that he could choke on or you know that aren't really yeah it's not really a good uh baby toy per se (laughs) and then when you do give him baby toys he doesn't want the baby toys he wants everything he doesn't that he shouldn't have basically yeah it's like very rare that he plays with a baby toy Maybe in his car seat. Right now, he actually does have a baby toy in hand, which is surprising. I think we've put everything else out of sight. Or he's bored of the pillows and everything else around him. Yeah, for a while tonight when we were eating pizza, he was just playing with the napkins. He was playing with the napkins for like a half hour straight, which was great. Like, I mean, he was just waving them around. He would be picking up, crumpling them up. At one point, he discovered he could rip them, and then I was getting worried. Just little shreds of napkin that eventually he tried to put in his mouth. Yeah, I think at that point, that's when Andy said, this has this is now a stressful Father's Day. <laughs> and, and I was telling him that this is actually very developmentally appropriate for Rory to be doing. He's realizing his little fingers have the power to rip the napkin and he's exploring his surroundings. <laughs> but... <laughs> But I thought he should be exploring them um, a tad differently. <laughs> but no, it's uh, it was fine. It's just one of those moments again where you're just like, oh, I gotta, you know, keep an eye on my kid closely, and you know, there's no breaks when you're traveling with the little one. No. Well, when he sleeps, there's a break. Actually, it's like driving is a break because he usually does sleep when we're driving. So that's kind of like, okay, we have like a little mental break from baby mode. Yeah, it's been, he's been really good, actually. So he's a really good car baby. He, he, he sleeps a lot. And luckily he's been kind of, even before we got in the van on this schedule of taking a longer morning nap. So, like, 
when we leave the campsites and stuff in the morning, he'll sleep for a couple hours at oh. least on the ride. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's slowly, like, it, the schedule thing, like, we've kind of got a schedule going, but I think that's still, like, an adjustment piece. I mean, he was on a really good schedule before we moved into the van. Like, he had, like, a morning nap and an afternoon nap. He He had rigid daddy daycare nap times and schedules <laughs> and he, his schedule I think that was a lot of the adjustment the first few days like he wasn't on a schedule and he was cranky and we were tired and we were questioning what we were doing I was questioning what we were doing yeah I was trying to figure out how to make it work too because <laughs> well at least how to make it work so that we didn't go crazy um but no, it's all been great, and we definitely wanted to make this podcast as an update to say, hey, like, we know it's been about a month since our last podcast episode. We do have interviews lined up um, to be released as well, but we just had gotten so busy with the van conversion, selling our house, and all of those things that we weren't able to get to the podcast and make it a priority. Rory is not very happy now that his bottle is gone, so that's another challenge on the road. Baby is tired, and bottle is gone. What do we do? Pull over and make more bottle. Let Daisy walk. Let us stretch. It's an ongoing adventure. But it's been fun. And we can't wait for the rest of the summer in the van. As we as we said to ourselves earlier before we even started recording this podcast is it's been it's been such a good good experience and environment like with this van. We uh we actually don't know how we did it in the Subaru two years ago. Because there's so much space in here, and we're just like, man, this is awesome. It's raining, and we're just sitting in here having pizza, just relaxing on the bed, playing with baby Rory, and he's having a good time. Well, except for just now when his bottle ran out, but mom was about to make more. More bottle. So we are excited, like I said, to keep going on this adventure and see where it goes. Yeah, we're super excited to see where it goes and, like, where we may end up. Like, we, like, sometimes wonder if we could do this all the time. But we're not totally sure that we could. It's it's to be decided. To be, TBD. To be determined. We had a very, very long discussion last night at the campfire about about it, and we're still unsure. <laughs> Yeah, I think the the part that I'm unsure about is just, like, would I feel fulfilled all the time? Would I be craving more of, like, a purpose? But, like, Andy made a good point. Like, I can create my own purpose. I, I think it goes back to, like, maybe I just need to, like, create my own schedule. Because having a schedule on the road can become hard, too. It definitely can, and there's, it's just different, yeah. There's different priorities, there's different, like, I don't know. 
it's definitely different, and that's part of what we discussed too. Is the the option of like living in a space like this versus like a traditional home? Like, think about yeah, you and we realize like we don't need a lot of space. Like, we are totally fine in this small space right now. We came from a four bedroom house where we had a lot of space and didn't necessarily utilize it most of the time. Yeah. And this space and vehicle in a, in a literal sense is it allows us to kind of be more flexible and pursue whatever it, whatever purpose that we find to be fulfilling. Yeah, and, like, part of our, like, whole... The whole message of, like, hiking through life is, like, living a meaningful life. And I think we're doing that, but I just wonder, like, is the van thing going to be meaningful to us full-time? Could it be meaningful to us full-time? What purpose would I make it? And I think I, I would definitely find a purpose and do that. And it's just uh, something that would need more time to think on and part of it too is like is it just appealing to us in a sense that we haven't done it and it's a new adventure and that would wear off and that was part of our discussion last night at the campfire too is maybe it's just one of those things where oh yeah we do it for a year and then it's like okay move on to the next thing yeah yeah it's like the there's a word for that when something's really exciting at first. Yeah, I don't know where you're going, but yeah, there's, yeah, there's something. But yeah, no, it's uh, definitely one of those things where it's, I don't know, we've thrown the idea around multiple times, not just this summer, but like, you know, in the past too. So we'll see where the journey takes us and we're keeping an open mind about it and we are just kind of seeing where the whole thing goes as the summer progresses. Yeah, definitely. So stay tuned. Keep following our YouTube. We'll be posting more videos on there, video updates. We do lots of Facebook updates as well about just day-to-day things. And we started trivia questions where you can win hiking through life t-shirts or water bottles for trivia questions that we post yeah so those trivia questions will be throughout our summer trip here in the van and so they're not necessarily related to i guess our our van life itself but like some of it could be some of it is also about the places we're going and seeing and um experiencing so yeah like the first one was about the quinoa Kiwana. Kiwana Peninsula. And, and how much snow it got. They get so much snow. I didn't realize that. Yeah, I went up to um, Michigan Tech for college. And so I am I was familiar with the snowfall that they got. And I was not familiar with like how drastically different it was, though, than everywhere else. You know, kind of in the uh, those more major, I guess, snow sh- cities like... Uh, Chicago, New York, Minneapolis that we're from. And um, I knew from Minneapolis to there, it was 
significantly different just going home on like Christmas breaks and stuff like that. But like, yeah, it was it was awesome to share that kind of experience. And Rory got a little drive by tour of the Michigan Tech campus. And then we went up to Copper Harbor and experienced some of the trails up there and some of the camping. We, yeah, that trail was really awesome, too, where all the rocks had just washed up from Lake Superior. I had never seen any hiking path like that before. Yeah, it was a super cool area. So lots of mountain biking, off-roading, ATV stuff, um, snowmobiling in the winter, um, snowboarding, skiing. So like, it's definitely an outdoorsy state, um, especially the Upper Peninsula up there in Michigan. Yeah. A hidden gem, I would say, of the Midwest. With that, I think we're going to wrap up the podcast. Um, Rory got his bottle, so he's calmed down quite a bit. I mean, I'm sure you guys have not heard him for a while now, but he was a little upset that that thing (coughs) emptied out and he was not full. So Mama's got the bottle going. and We're good now. We're going to sit back and enjoy the rest of Father's Day and keep... uh, keep trucking along here so keep following us um we will be getting more episodes out it's just been a little slower process as we've kind of adjusted to van life and selling our house and all of that stuff but there is definitely more to come with the hiking through life podcast and definitely go check out our youtube channel hiking through life for a bunch of video updates of our summer travels in the van yeah as always Thanks for tuning into our journey. Peace, love, and hike through life. So when we were describing earlier in this episode, kind of our feelings of whether or not we could do this van life thing full time. And Sarah was just kind of describing that, that just like that feeling of that newness or whatever. And she just couldn't put a place on that word. And I just was, I couldn't understand exactly where she was going. But like, anyways, what she really meant was we just don't know if the excitement or the enjoyment of living in a van full time would really kind of fulfill us and whether or not that the novelty of it would wear off. So... I think that's exactly what she was searching for, actually, was the word novelty. And she couldn't quite put her finger on it, or uh, it was on the tip of her tongue. It was on the tip of her tongue, Rory. But just like that bottle, it's on the tip of your tongue. (laughs) But yeah, we just, we're not sure if the novelty of living in a van will wear off. Or if it is something that is just something we really do desire. So with that, thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Hiking Through Life podcast. Peace, love, and hike through life.